We are Milwaukee. This is the place we love. I'm Carol Meekins. And I'm Steve Shamraz. It's our job to bring you local news. Even when that news is not good. And while there are issues we all need to face. We don't have to face them alone. We know there are problems to solve. But we'll solve them as a community. Because we are Milwaukee. Where we fight the good fight. And where we don't shy away from the truth. Today's TMJ4. Blog Talk Radio. What's good? This your girl, your host, Angel Vandrina. How y'all doing tonight? What is good with y'all this evening? What's good, Zach? Wow. How you feeling? I'm doing good. This your boy, you know, your other host, Jean. Hey, you know hey, how I do, Othello, hey. Mosby, you do on the track. Do it. Do it. <laughs> but y'all, What's going on? you're tuning What's in and y'all, you are listening to, what are you listening to? You know you listening Confession. to Confession. Confession. That's right. Man, that's has been going on already. Most, you know, oh, wow. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. You know, your tone is interesting. But you know what? We're not going to go in. We're not going to worry about your tone this evening. That's what we're not going to do. But anyway. Okay. Um, how you doing this evening? How was your How was your day? How has your week been? I haven't, you know, really spoken to you much. So how have you been? I know. Um, my day has been good. You know, this week has been crazy. Because if you all don't know, I work in hospitality. And obviously Christmas is in three days. So it's just been a lot yeah. of craziness. But you know what that means? It's a lot more money. Uh, this weekend, yep. I had, well, this past weekend, I had my holiday party, um, which was a lot of fun. Okay. I wish you could have been there. You know, it was so good to see yeah, so many. I, I, I plan on making the next one. I plan on making the next one. The fuck up, and it was an amazing time. <laughs> <laughs> sound, sound and like, I got very like drunk. I threw up, too. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. You did not throw up. Why? Yeah, okay, I so I made, I know, and, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't. Shit like that. Like I really don't. Like I really don't. I'm not one of the people that okay, just Okay, but this is now the second time. This is not a second time. And like ten years that you've thrown up and this is just a, you know, I just I don't know if I can deal with you no more. I really don't. But you know, <laughs> I will feel I'll, I'll try and see what we can do. Because this is like the second time. You know, you gotta it's hold that real, together. I've only did it like one of those situations <laughs> where it's messed up on me. It it real life snuck up on yep. me. Like I I had like maybe four cocktails, and I didn't throw up that night, like because well, I made champagne cocktails. What were you drinking? For, uh, champagne what cocktails, cocktail so, you know, like seeds, a little sugar, you know, uh, champagne, and um, mm. and it snuck up on me. Like everything was good, and then um, that night, like I I felt a little fucked up, but I was still fine. But like the next day, I had something <laughs> over out of this world, and you know, I don't really drink hard liquor like that because. I know I get hangovers, like insane hangovers. So I'd rather just drink like wine or beer. Uh-huh, I'm trying to stay away from beer me. because I'm gaining so much weight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I like I had like a I had like a headache, and then I remember laying down. I was just like I don't know what's going on, and I was telling like my boyfriend, I was like, let's just go get something to eat. I was like, maybe I need to eat. And then when I laid back down, like I felt <laughs> it. I was just like I got up and ran to the bathroom, and it's just so dramatic because it was just like it was no food. It was like. Just all acid and, you know, alcohol. So my oh. was, like, on fire. He came in there like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but that shit hurt so bad. So my throat was sore. Like, I was just really pissed at myself. I'm like, John, you are 25. 
Like, you are too grown to be, like, fucking throwing up and drinking too much. But other than that, it was a good time. Oh, she could have been there. How was your week? I, I definitely will make the next one. Well, definitely, most likely, we'll make the next one. But um, my week was, it was straight. It. Work was tough. I, listen, don't threaten me. Don't do that. We don't do that, okay? Anyways, um, my week was straight. Busy at work. You know, a lot of people taking time off. A lot of people doing their thing. So, it's just been extremely busy. Nothing, nothing too much. Nothing to brag about. You know, nothing, nothing really at all. <laughs> I'm excited. You know, <laughs> Christmas is in a few days, and you know, I'm excited to just light, see my son face light up. You know, with excitement from his gifts and, and stuff like that. Aww. So that's pretty much what I'm what I'm excited about. And then I'm going out of town next uh, next weekend. We're going to Where Mississippi. Going? So yes. we're going to Mississippi. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go visit my granny, and um, okay. So we gonna go there, but we only going for like a day. You know, we're not gonna stay long. So, um, but it's gonna be nice. You know, it'll give us some time to get at the house and travel and you know relax and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's gonna give me time to relax. My husband's gonna be driving the whole time. So, <laughs> oh, but he can get to Mississippi in eight hours. He can get to Mississippi in <laughs> please, some sleep. I don't think so. No, I'm the same so. way. Like, I, can't, I cannot sleep in a car. I cannot sleep in, like, a moving anything. I can't sleep on a plane. <laughs> I can't sleep on a train. Like, I just be too nervous. So I might as well, like, usually if I'm, like, on a road trip, it's like I'm driving or we going, like, halfway. Like, we're splitting it because it's just like I'm not going to go to sleep. Like, and it sucks because <laughs> I wish I was one of those people. Feels like you wasting, like, if you got to go somewhere that's, like, six, eight hours away, it's like, damn, like, why not sleep if you're not driving? But me, I be too damn nervous for right. all that shit. Like anything, I be like, what, what was that? Like any kind of movement, I be looking around. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you funny, and I've been in the car with you before too, so you are actually really hilarious. But anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in today. <laughs> Clearly, we've had a crazy week, and we I hope that y'all hear some good stories next week, too, especially with, you know, us having a little break. Well, I don't know if Jenna has a break, but I know I'll have a break, you know, so I'm excited about that. I hey. Oh, I damn. definitely don't. I work at a hotel, girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shit well, don't never you know. <laughs> Unless I say I'm on the fan. Well, make that money, honey. No okay. Y'all, thank y'all again for tuning in to Confession Session. Y'all can like our Facebook fan page and our LinkedIn page at Confession Session. Our Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr pages are up, so check us out. We are popping 10, and that's under Confession number two, us, Confessions to Us. Before we get into our hot topics, Jen is going to tell y'all what the day is today. The question of the day is, what are signs? Of a fake friend, and there are a lot of signs. So let's get into it, you all. Again, I want y'all to call in five one six five nine five eight two eight two. But what are the signs of a fake friend? So let's get into them topics. Okay, so recently, yes, Muslim American YouTuber Adam Staley. I hope I'm not pronouncing it wrong. Um, is condemning Delta Airlines for being kicked off a flight for speaking Arabic. According to him, he spoke Arabic to his mother on his cell phone before takeoff and it made passengers uncomfortable, which ultimately led to him being removed from the flight. Delta Airlines is saying something quite different, however. They say after looking into the case, Adam Staley was actually shouting across the cabin to his friend in Arabic and provoking other passengers, knowingly making them uncomfortable. 
And with him being a known prankster, some of his pranks, even including flight, are making some people skeptical. <laughs> what do you, you think, Angelica? Was he, was he being for real? Or I, heard, I, heard, dude, I heard several stories about this, too. I heard that the same thing you said, you know, that cause when I first saw the video, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, dude being kicked off the plane for speaking another language? But then I seen, like, he was counting down from 10 to 1 in Arabic. Like, you don't do no shit like that on a plane. Like, we already scared. Now you're counting down from 10 to 1 in Arabic. Of course, people are going to feel some type of way. You can't be playing games like that. So, originally, I was upset. I felt like, wow, this, you know, Delta flight again, a third thing that we've been talking about within these last few months, a third thing. But after hearing another version of the story, and then even seeing footage of him fake crying and playing games, I'm like, oh, this ain't even real. I think it's another prank. But Delta uh, wasn't playing that shit with him. I agree. Like, I mean, I honestly, I believe Delta. Because um, with me, I wouldn't even shout Don't English say, like, don't be saying, like, you believe Delta. Like, they be honest. Cause no, they, I mean, they I'm they not just saying, I'm not just saying like, of course, you have, you have a lot of different people. How many people work for Delta? So, of course, you're going to come across people that are ignorant. But it's just like, to me, it makes yeah. the most sense. Like, and it's just like, who the fuck screams across a, a cabin? If you fly, right. like, automatically, like, you're a little on edge because you, <laughs> you in a vessel that's, like, 10,000 feet above the fucking world with people you don't fucking know. So, of course, everything you're going to be alert about, like, you are going to be uncomfortable exactly. regardless. And I'm like, I wouldn't, to me, yeah, I wouldn't even scared. shout in English across the cabin. Like, if, I, if it was somebody I was on a flight with, I would text them before the flight. If we not sit next to each other and I'll talk to you when we get off the fucking flight. Like, we don't have anything to talk about during the flight. And <laughs> exactly. Like, honestly, I'm just saying, like, with me, I would be, like, uncomfortable. And it kind of sucks because it's just, like, it's giving a negative perception of all Muslims. Like, because, honestly, yep. like, it's... I, I feel bad saying it, but it's just like when you see Muslim people like in public places, like you are you automatically. And I don't want to feel like that. And I try my best because I'm not racist. Like I try my best to not think about that or try to move like that. So I make sure like I'm extra like you know what I'm saying I'm extra like let your guard down like you're being dramatic. But it's just like if I see some shit like that, I would be on that, edge Wait, too. wait, I what you mean? Like, what you what? You, oh, I, of course. I'm like. When I see Muslim but I'm people just saying, in public, I don't I'm really think like, twice. Honestly, it's like when you when you see Muslim people in public places, like if you seen like just if you got on a plane and you seen like a bunch of Muslims, like you know what I'm saying, like oh. would you think about it? Like, I, like would you think about it? I feel like I, I mean I feel like most people would. Would you think about it? Like not even being funny. Like would you would you think about it or no? Yeah, I I what, wait. What exact? What is the it that you're referring to? Like them exploding up some shit. Just, is that the it that you're I mean, I don't to? go that far, but I'm just saying, like, where something could go wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Why is it funny? I'm being for real. Because, because, I don't know. Because I think, I think, I just think that you're being dramatic right now. I, when I see a bunch of Muslim people, I don't be thinking, ooh, I'm about to get bombed in the morning, you know, or something bad. Well, like, I'm, I'm not saying that. I just be I'm thinking, just like, saying, like, it's just like, I don't, and it's just like I honestly because I, that's just not me. Like I honestly like do you know, you know what minorities in general? Like real. I feel like we all gotta look out for each other. So it's just like I don't try to move and like that. But it's it's like at the same time I do. Think and that's about true. It, you know, and I don't want to. And that's true. But I'm Jen. I've been discriminated against so much. You know, even at just my young age, at 26, I've had so many 
things, uh, you know, discriminatory things happen to me. And it's just like, really? Like, you know, so I, when I see people that kind of, you know, I don't know, I just try my best not to, you know, think like that. But me too. Always, I just act like myself. But I'm always on guard, though, no matter what. Like, I'm always aware of my surroundings. I'm always looking behind me. Like, I don't care where I'm at. So whether you black, white, Muslim, you know, whatever, I'm going to be, yes, I did say that. Um, I'm just going to be turning left and right. Like, I'm definitely aware of my surroundings. So, you know, everything kind of makes me nervous. But, no, I don't really think, like, dang, something crazy is going to happen. I guess if I was going on a plane and I seen, like, five or six of them, you know, just huddled up whispering, you know, with little devices and stuff, you know, I might be like, ooh, what's going on here, but. (laughs) I would say something on here. But anyways, you guys. Uh, speaking of something else that's pretty dramatic. Oh wait, Jen, did you say how you felt about it? Oh yeah, you say you agree with me. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of something. <laughs> speaking of um, some sad news, you guys. Just with everything that has been going on, you know, last week with the uh, well, this week pretty much with the ambassador being shot, the bus crash that happened in Berlin, market crash, people being killed, now this explosion. It happened in Mexico. It happened in Mexico, and I believe I said it right. But the market has pretty much become a graveyard. It's extremely sad. At least 33 people were killed and dozens more were injured in a massive series of explosions on Tuesday at the market north of Mexico City. It's just crazy to me because a lot, well, 28 of the bodies that were, that were found dead have been identified. They've been returned to their relatives. And authorities, they say that it's, going to probably take a few more days before they can actually determine the um, the identities of the other five victims. Um, the market was really busy also at this time because people were buying fireworks for the holiday. But the good thing is the governor of, of the state of Mexico instructed his administration to assist in the cost of the funerals. So, you know, it's just it's really sad. It's just really sad. You know, I hate talking about stories like this, but, you know, we got to keep y'all informed. You know, we got to keep y'all, you know, we have only a limited amount of time that we can talk, but when we do, we want to tell y'all the things that are crazy that's going on. We can't talk about it all, but definitely you go to my Instagram page, Confession to Us, you can see all the drama plus more, way more. It's popping. But anyways, how you feel about wow. this? Wow. I mean, it's, it's the same, it's the same situation. Like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I don't want to just be talking outside my neck. Like, I really know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, it is unfortunate, you know, <laughs> prayers up to the families. You know, it's always yeah. that to be tragic events, especially this close to the holiday, you know. Right. It's just a lot of people that are going to be, you know, without their loved ones, and it's sad to hear. Like, I honestly, like, me personally, I don't want to go in too deep about it, but it's kind of fucked up. It's not kind of. Yeah. Much is fucked up. Uh, Soldier Boy was yeah. recently arrested after toting guns on the Internet. Soldier Boy, tell him, <laughs> if we must say. Um, Soldier Boy, Boy felon, so he's not allowed to have guns in his possession. But according to XXL, some of the guns found in Soldier Boy's home are prop guns, including the infamous Draco, which Soldier Boy is seen on video bragging about. After paying 35000 and being released, Soldier Boy has said his guns are not fake. His guns ain't fake, huh? <laughs> Man, fake ass dude. First of all, clearly they're fake because they wouldn't have let your ass out of jail with them guns weren't fake. Trust me, they checked 
and you sitting on there, and you sitting on the internet, and you point guns, and you acting hard, and you looking crazy, you know, and you got to pay guns. Like, you know, you know, I guess, you know what, guys, Soldier Boy, it's not about real guns. It's about Soldier Boy to tell him, telling you what he's going to do to you. No, that shit is dumb. <laughs> like, you use a lie. But it's like, what is he doing? What is he doing? Like, is he going right. through like, is he going through like an after prime crisis? Like, you know, when rappers not in their prime. <laughs> like, if he just, you know, like like a midlife crisis, but like a rapper after prime crisis. Like, what the fuck is he going? Through? Like, I'm one of the people where I don't feel like all publicity is good publicity. Like, just because motherfuckers are talking about yeah. you, just not make it a good situation. Like, you're not relevant that way. Like, people are laughing about you, laughing at you. Like. And it's like he has too much money. You know, it's, I don't know if it's the drugs, but to me, I feel like it's a cry for help, and he needs to have a real team to support system. <laughs> he's, but honestly, like, I feel like he's crashing right in front of us. And it's always sad to see people who, in my opinion, like, were influential at one point. Like, Soulja Boy is very much, like, motherfuckers was doing all his dances. Like, he has a... He accumulated high net worth. Like, to me, he set the precedence for, like, people who could get it on the Internet. Like, that motherfucker got his money. And to see him fall, like, it's sad, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I just, mm-mm, that was just a lot for me. But speaking of another thing that's a lot, um, <laughs> I'm not sure if y'all are aware of this or not, but a phone exploded and blew up in CeeLo Green's face. It was footage of what appears to be a cell phone blowing up in his hand. Well, in his hand, it led to him collapsing on the ground. The video had went viral last Saturday, but it was a hoax. Um, <laughs> CeeLo Green said that he wanted to let everybody know he's alive and he's doing well and he's okay. And he also said that truthfully, he's upset that anybody had to be emotionally disturbed by what they saw today. He also explained that what you saw was a clip from a smaller video that they were shooting a new project, um, shooting for a new project, and the project is called Gnarly Davidson. It's also it was also supposed to set up and introduce this new character and identity. He also stated that he wanted you guys to forgive him. He said, "I'm still going to release my music though. I just wanted to let y'all know I'm okay. I just wanted to thank everybody for their love and support and concern." Then he said that he had a he had a very difficult day dealing with everything. His day was difficult. Go ahead. Wow. His day was wow. Yeah. His day was not difficult. Like, he definitely did that for a reason. <laughs> for publicity. Nobody's paying attention to CeeLo Green, and he had to get around a lot of people. And it's just like, to me, I feel like that shit is whack. Like, when you have to do the most to promote your music, are you supposed to be like this, like, legendary artist? It's just like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you 45 with fake-ass guns exploding in your face. Like, come on. Grow the fuck up, <laughs> Cee-Lo. No, I can understand if it was like yeah, a little clip with a bunch of other shit, but it's just like, when you release that with nothing else, like, clearly, you were trying to make a statement. Like, grow up. You're being gross right now. <laughs> he was being gross. Bill, yes. Yes. He, <laughs> knows quickly, he knew something like ahead, that would clearly go viral. I'm just saying, he knew something like that would clearly go viral. With, right. With the phone so exploding. Well, all the phones exploding. Right. new character, and it could be a bunch of, like, 
other bullshit that people were not paying attention to <laughs> if he just would have came out with it and said it on his own. He had to make sure, like, something blew up in his face first. Like, come on. Like, you're doing the most thing. <laughs> Dude, that, you're hilarious, actually. But, yeah, wow. uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what it is. That shit funny. You are hilarious. <laughs> it makes it come blew up in his face. Because I, I agree 100%. Like, there's nothing else I can even really say that you haven't said. Absolutely great. <laughs> this is stupid, you know. So And, and he's still not going to have nobody listening to his music. So whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Make 
me want to like watch it more. Like I don't know if you ever watched like the YouTube videos like Patty Lyle and they had like a bunch of like these divas like shading people. But that honestly and Mariah Carey is one of the divas. But that honestly is like how she is in real life. Like she's just she don't give a fuck. But to me, I don't know if it's because like she don't fuck with Ariana Grande because I'm sure she's heard of Ariana Grande. But I don't know if it's because like yeah, me she's really a copycat. But I mean I to me, I thought it was funny. Demi, though, Demi Lovato, I fuck with Demi Lovato. I think she makes good music, but she needs to stay in her lane. Like, she is too fresh. Like, to me, I feel like she <laughs> wants to be, like, it's past famous because she's very famous, but I feel like she wants to be, like, friends with, like, the Beyonce's and, like, the Mariah Carey's, and, I'm, and she's, like, kind of mad. Like, she's not in that, like, ultra-legend A-list crowd, but it's just, like, bitch, get your money, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> you have to fit in with them. Like, who cares? Like, they're way before you. They're older than you are. Like, you have a whole new set of people, a whole new target audience. Like, y'all don't have to be friends. Yep. Like, you can respect them. But I just feel like a lot of times she's always responding to shit, and, like, she'd be real life offended, and it's just like, why? Like, you got you make great music. Because taking it personally. Like, you're a beautiful girl. You said, do I think, like, what? I said because she's taking it personally. Yeah, and, and you shouldn't. shouldn't. You shouldn't, like, because to me, it's just like Mariah Carey, she's one of those people. Like, she's a legend past her prime. So it's just like, of course, I feel like she looks at she looks at Ariana Grande, honestly, as competition. Clearly, she's better than Ariana Grande, and she's better than Ari- anything Ariana Grande could ever be. But at the same time, it's just <laughs> like Ariana Grande is more popular than Mariah Carey. Like, let's be for real. And that's just what it is. Like, she knows who the girl is. Just like when she shaded J-Lo originally. Like, come on. Who the fuck don't know who the yeah, right. Lopez on. is? Right. Right. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. But other queens, since we, since we on the conversation of queen, queen, I mean, Quinn, Quinn, I'm sorry, Quinn Latham, <laughs> um, he recently spoke out about having a relationship with Cordell Stewart for the past two years. Um, if you all don't know who Cordell Stewart is, he is Real Housewives of Atlanta's Portia Stewart, ex-husband. He also was like an NFL player. Um, according to different sources, he released a sex tape. Um, Cordell refuted claims of being gay on Steve Harvey. Um, he said that God made Adam and Eve, but Quinn is saying that he met him and uh, they were bros. They played golf together. Um, Cordell supported him financially when he got his master's degree. And he supported Cordell when he got his degree. I don't know if it was financially supportive. It was just like he was there for him. He said it, Cordell brought up sexual encounters. He said, like, two girls sucked his dick. And, like, one even ate his ass. And he was like, have you ever got his ass ate? He asked the boy Quinn, like, have you ever got his ass ate? And will he be into eat, getting his ass ate? And then um, he said he asked Quinn, like, would Quinn eat his ass? And he was like, maybe. But he said, like, even after months after that, like, nothing happened. Um, he did say that when Portia came around is when things started to go sour. But, yeah, like he's saying, like he has this whole relationship, and who knows? What do you think? Do you think Cordell Stewart had a relationship with this man? Oh, I don't know. But I'm, I'm, this is my thing. Did you say that they have a sex tape? Yeah, uh, but I didn't, but okay, that's what I was going to say. Like they said, a sex tape release, but I didn't see anything. I'm not, I mean, I did go to different articles, but I was in like soul searching, so maybe it's out there and I haven't seen it yet. I'm not pressed to see a sex tape from Cordell Stewart and his 
secret lover or whatever. Um, but honestly, I, I don't know. What, what were you going to say, though? Well, if, 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 they, if they in a video having sex, then clearly he's either bisexual or gay. But if there's no proof, then that could just be somebody who he did help out, who he was like his bro, you know, and then, you know, things turned sour when he stopped helping him out, you know, financially when Portia did come around. You know, it's all – you just never know unless you have proof. Like, you know, it's just a one person telling a story, but you never know. You know, it could be completely true. It can be not true at all. And I really don't know, you know, about uh, Cordell Stewart to be, you know, talking about him. I don't really know, like, if he's, you know, feminine in ways or anything like that. So I would actually have to see him, you know, it's not even like in real life, but see him play or see him on a video or see him, like, you know, observe how he is because I really don't know him. But if I did, I don't know. I mean, I don't see – I can definitely see why somebody would tell a, a lie like that. So you just don't know what what people are into. But how how do you feel about it? I, I, I'm kind of confused. Like, because it's just like, <laughs> in my honest opinion, it's just like if there was a sex tape, like, why they're not, like, a link. But, like, I think maybe I wasn't looking hard enough, like, because, like I said, I'm not pressed. It was more so, like, me – looking forward to for the podcast. So, I mean, maybe it is right. out there. Um, but part of me is just, like, who has – everybody has gay rumors. Like, niggas in Atlanta, like, of course, popular niggas, like, always got rumors of, like, fucking men, that, you know, that live in Atlanta. But it's just, like, who has gay rumors for, for this long? Like, it's just, like, chasing you. It's, like, you don't really have solid proof. Like, bitches is not coming up. Back you like no, I just fucked this nigga yesterday. Like he's definitely not gay because women will do that. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like if yeah. he is gay, like he is too old to be in the fucking closet about it. Um, yeah. But if it's false, I think he definitely should like sue the shit out of that man. But it's just like I don't know. <laughs> and then it's like, part of me is like I have to see what the guy looks like because Cordell Stewart is a handsome man. And he's not feminine at all. Like, to me, I don't, personally, I don't get gay from him. But I can attest to, I mean, I've dated guys in the past where you or anybody else are not expecting being gay. So it's like, I, you can't really go off of mannerisms and looks or anything like that. But it's just like, me personally. But then another thing, like, how can you. Or Atlanta native, you know, and she not realizing he was gay. It's just like, how can anybody else, you know? You said what? I was just saying, like, and how can you just sit up there and be talking freaky deaky and all of that stuff, but then nothing takes action? Like, that don't really make no sense to me. Yeah. You know, y'all Especially been living together for all this like, time. Nigga, but guys, if you gay and you see this fine-ass NFL player and, you know what I'm saying, and you thirsty, <laughs> clearly, something would have happened. Like, I don't I don't know. To me, it sounds fishy, you know what I'm saying, because there's been other people that came out there like they fucked him and it turned out to not be true, and he's doing their ass. So if it's if this motherfucker don't have solid proof, like this man's number and no text messages directly from this man's number or anything like that, then he's just saying a sex tape. Because, like, even with a sex tape, it's just like, how can you really prove that somebody, you know what I'm saying, unless it's like tattoos or, you know what I'm saying, like a clear, like, okay, yeah, this motherfucker moves like this. You know, somebody slept with him to, like, attest, like, yeah, this is how he moves. Like, this is how he walks. Like, mm-hmm. when he hits it, this is right. how he hits it. Like, but it's just like, you can say any damn time. Right, right. Like, it is for them. So it's just like, 
Like on Love and Hip Hop. I don't believe it because it's just like, who has gay rumors for this long? But at the same time, it's just like, ain't no receipts. Ain't no real receipts. When I get a real receipt with this nigga face in it, and him getting his dick sucked, or he sucking some dick, then that's like, okay, yeah, he's gay. Or a text message. Exactly. Yeah, okay, he's, he's gay. But until then, it's like, I don't want to hear that bullshit. Like, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> yes, and as far as solid proof goes, if anybody was wondering, CBJ is indeed the father of Jocelyn's baby, okay? CBJ took a DNA test to make sure that Jocelyn was actually carrying his kid. It has now been confirmed. Now, uh, CBJ ended up filing some new documents to make sure that his paternal rights were secure. And inside the documents, CBJ was requesting visitation as soon as Jocelyn had the baby. In fact, he wanted to be inside the delivery room when she gives birth. She's due January 9th, so just in a couple weeks. Um, CBJ also put in the court documents that Jocelyn is threatening to keep him from his baby, and that came with text messages. He also said that um, that Jocelyn needed to be drug tested because he claimed that she's been abusing drugs and alcohol throughout her pregnancy. It looks like CBJ probably got to deal with Jocelyn for a lot longer than he thinks, but it has been confirmed that he is the baby daddy. Uh, uh. <laughs> It's like part of me is like I'm glad that Jocelyn didn't get pregnant by somebody else because it's like it would have proved that she really was this slut bucket that he was saying she was. Of mm-hmm. course, I mean, everybody has to pass, mm-hmm. but it's just like it would have proved like she still was on that same shit. But then it's just like I know how volatile their relationship is. I don't think it's good for any of them. I don't think they are good for each other. Like clearly they both abuse drugs. And it's just like I feel like I wouldn't say it's love, but it's just like they're in a whatever, like so deep. It's just like they just have to rid, get rid of each other. Like they should not be around each other. Because to me, it just seems like a mm-hmm. dangerous and a very toxic, toxic situation. So it is dangerous. It's just to see that how this plays out. I feel like he's over her, but I definitely think Jocelyn is still in love with that man. So she's going to hold that mm-hmm. baby over him, and it's going to be a lot more bullshit. A lot more love and hip hop season that we don't need, that they don't need in their lives. So, it's going to be a bad situation. Hopefully, yeah. I just just think that Jocelyn is bitter because CBJ and Faith Evans are in a relationship, you know, but she needs to get over that. You know, she, she decided to go ahead and, you know, have his baby, so be quiet and be a parent. You know, you can't be mad because a dude is in a relationship with another with another chick and then try to hold the kids away from him. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's stupid. And she's way too grown. Jocelyn is in her 30s. Like, girl, don't, let's, let's not play the stupid game. I feel about that situation. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just horrible. It's just a mess. It's just a, a total mess. And then, speaking of another mess, man, DC dropped a bomb about his relationship with Erica D. Uh, this is just horrible, isn't it, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> but overall, Erica, she went nuclear on Yandy, and she was mad. So because she got mad, that's when Mendeecees dropped a, uh, a video, or not even a video, but audio, 
he gave that to the shade rule. But anyways, there have been some major drama playing out on Instagram between Mendeecee's wife, Yandy, and his baby mama. It got so bad that he spoke out from prison to tell the women in his life to stand down. But Erica D pretty much ignored that request, and she took things a step further. She spilled tea about the relationship. She also uh, talked to Mendeecee, but Mendeecee asked her to keep it cute with um, Yandy for the sake of their collective relationship and their kids. Instead, she posted another real long caption calling Yandy a pathological liar, amongst other things. Y'all can check all of that drama out on my Instagram page, Confessions to Us. But anyways, like I said earlier, Mendeecee responded by sending over some audio to the shade room explaining that Ayrshaw is a liar and a fraud. She pretty much a fly. She ain't never been nobody to him. And she ended up just getting pregnant. You know, but she's never been his girlfriend. So Erica is pretty much upset about that, you know, all up in her feelings and, you know, just going in on Yandy. And it's just a lot of drama going on in their life. And it's like, y'all are doing the most. Y'all are too damn old to be playing these games. How you feel yeah. about this crap? Yeah, I mean, it, it, she definitely, Erica definitely is a woman scorned. And that's why it's just like. Yep. Let it the fuck go. It's just like if this woman is telling you, like, if his wife is saying he don't respect you, like, she's not saying that just to be saying it. It's just like that's some real shit. Like, he never gave a fuck about you. Like, a nigga will be in your house every damn day. Like, y'all can have sex on end. Y'all can take trips together. You give him money. He can give you money. But if he never claims you, leave it at what the fuck it is. Don't make some, no shit out of it because a man is going to say what it is. If he values you and your relationship, he's going to say you his girl. He's going to hold you down. But it's not. Stop stop playing house with motherfuckers and feel like you're doing more than playing house. That's all y'all doing. Y'all on some bullshit until he finds a bitch that he want to be with, and that's just what the fuck it is. And it's just like you are so mad, Erica, because <laughs> – <laughs> he didn't came the fuck up. He didn't got married. He didn't left your ass. He feel like he stole you from him. Y'all was never together. Y'all was just fucking, and you got pregnant. You can't get stole if he didn't never gave a fuck about you. Y'all had a situation. Damn. Like, it's, it's going too far, and it's just like, she's really trying to prove a point, but you end up looking dumb. It's like, you got all these receipts for Right. Like, okay, so what? So what? Right. you got money, of right. course, so he- what y'all took trips together? If I, and you know what I'm saying? Dude, and it was just so messy. Shit, my whole shit. Why not? <laughs> yep. It was just so petty. To me, she posting videos of her and DC together, little PowerPoint slides and shit. She posting, um, sending photos of her and uh, Samantha pulling out passports and shit. And, and DC was like, if she would have, if Samantha would have paid attention while she's trying to befriend her, I don't even know why they got this relationship. She would have known that me and her was together, me and Samantha was together when she pulled the task force shit out. So what are they even talking about? Like, this is dumb. She would have looked at the date. She would have known I was living at her house. And it's like, no, this is just dumb. Like, why is her and Samantha, Erica D and Samantha even friends in the first place? Like, that's just I stupid. Think, probably because Samantha, me, I, feel like, I mean, Erica me, D is scared like probably. Samantha don't want I feel like Erica clearly is scoring. I don't. I feel like Samantha don't want him, but I feel like she didn't got played out on Love and Hip Hop so long that it's like she has an alliance with Erica, who's masking for another reason, and that's what it is. I don't feel like they fuck with each other for real, but they both don't like Yandy. 
So they're going like, to they not like Yandy on television and going to make her out to be a bad person. I'm not saying I don't know Yandy personally, so she may be a fucked up person. But to me, it's fast as fast. He never took your ass to yeah. Even afterwards, I just feel like if a motherfucker was in a real relationship and they really loved you, they would not play you out like that on national TV. If he don't give a fuck about you, he told his wife, he never gave a fuck about you, and he didn't marry this other woman, that's what the fuck it is. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. You look stupid. And you, you have a child by this man. Like, how is your son feeling right now? Like, when he watches that shit later on in life and he sees you getting played out like that, like, come on. Come on, God. Yeah, she needs to cut it. More baby mama drama. <laughs> yes, Black Lord. China and the Rob Kardashian. Baby mama's mama's I say yes, and to Renee Kardashian and Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, it's just been a lot. Uh, Rob got on social media saying he was heartbroken, how I guess he hacked into her iCloud and found text messages from other people that she sent to other people saying that she was using for fanning. Fame and money, she was cheating. Um, it even got to a point where um, they got into like a fight. Like, well, actually, she laid hands on him and um, hands and feet. And um, Chris's boyfriend, Corey Gamble, broke it up. Uh, now they're saying that they're that the Kardashians are having a holiday party and they didn't invite Black China. And Black China is furious about that. What do you think is going on in this Kardashian household? Uh, they are irritating as fuck. Like they they apologizing about the drama. You know they creating drama on social media. They are just not meant to be. The relationship is a disaster, and I understand. And now I understand why the Kardashians don't want the strippers to have their name because they're not sure if her and Rob will be together from one minute to the next. Then when you got little punk-ass niggas like Lil DeVille, you know, in a mix, talking about your rock beater, she a rap bitch. You know, like, do y'all posting y'all stuff on social media, you posting all your drama, that's not healthy. Like, and then look how old y'all are. You guys are adults. And this is not, Rob, I'm so devastated. Shut up. Like, sit down, talk to her about it. Like, why are you sitting up here on social media? Like, he's childish. He is so childish. And he's just, like, gross. And why did Black China say on one of the posts that she loved every inch of him? I really want to know what she meant by that. <laughs> that kind of sounded funny to me. Maybe, maybe she meant like his fat rose and like everything else. I just feel like Robert <laughs> he needs to be, I don't know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm assuming. Maybe she mean like his big body and everything else. But I just feel like it's, a, it's another toxic relationship. I, I feel like maybe in the beginning, Angela had, Wrong intentions, but I do honestly feel like she cares about that man. Maybe she may not be like in love, feel like he's love of her life, but I definitely do feel like she she cares about him. They, you know, they've been doing this long enough. Um, and Rob is just a sense. You know, he's he's damaged. He's been through a lot. I don't know what personally, but clearly he needs to talk to <laughs> someone. And Angela should not be taking that on, but she is, and. Wow. Like Lil Duval was saying, like he not. I mean, it was it was dumb because you definitely should never hit a woman. But she's a hood bitch. Like she was a stripper. She's from D.C. Not she had to get nobody from D.C. But I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like she she <laughs> lived a different life than what this man who grew up in Calabasas knows. You know what I'm saying? So she'll be ready to lay hands and feet 
when he just want to sit and cry, and it's just like, y'all not ready for each other. Like, she should not have had a baby with him. Maybe she thought it was like a marketing strategy, but it's just like, y'all got to deal with each other for the next 18 years, and I don't think y'all going to last the next 18 minutes together. So it's just right. an unfortunate situation. And I don't blame the sisters for not wanting to fuck with her, because if that was my brother, I wouldn't want to fuck with a bitch that was doing her wrong either. And she can't be mad about that. On the real, on, on everything, exactly how I feel. I don't even care if it's with my little sisters. If we was cool, uh-uh, uh-uh. Right. Like, we should be no. best friends, but if you're not going to be dissing my blood, once it gets to that point where I know, because you don't, don't get me wrong, like in relationships you have little artists, but if I know to the fact that it's like you right. lay your hands on that motherfucker and it's dangerous and you scared, like, no, I don't, I don't. Like you, I don't fuck with you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give up that opinion that you're welcome here. Like, bitch, you're not welcome. Because when I see you, I may lay hands on you. Like that's that's what it is. But that's all the time, right. you guys. Um, so should we get into the yes. question of the day, Angelica? Do you want to answer that? Yes. What are signs of affection? Do you want to answer it? Wow. Okay. Yeah, you hard to answer. Calm your ass down, okay? And I was asking, I was, I'm like, damn, when should I cut him off so I can uh, go ahead and ask him this question? You, you, you want to? Oh, you get up on earth, anyways, y'all. So, <laughs> what are the signs of a, <laughs> what are the signs of a fake friend? So, first of all, before I answer this question, y'all, if you haven't had an opportunity to, a new uh, movie just came out in Redbox called War Dogs. I want y'all to check it out because that movie is the complete and ultimate definition of the signs and the definition of what a fake friend is. Look at the movie. I thought about it after, you know, we discussed this question. I've just seen it, and we're going to rent it again. It is a good-ass, funny, crazy, serious movie, and it's based off a true story. So tune in. Watch that. War Dogs. Anyways, the signs of a fake friend. Friends, they I feel like they tell you what you want to hear versus telling you what you need to hear. Fake friends, I feel like, you know, they will um, – by any means, you know, pretend as if they're helping, but indeed they are trying to, you know, mess up your relationship or, you know, they sit up there and talk decent or uh, in your face, but then talking shit behind your back, you know, uh, subliminally posting shit, shit like that. Like that's not nobody who you want to who you want to keep in your crew, who you want to be around. You know, what you want you want to be around somebody that's gonna uplift you, not people that contacting you, uh, you know, telling you negative shit. You know, that's not. Oh, oh, that's not a real friend. You know, even if somebody talking to you and they they just talking not even about you or what you're doing or your life or your relationship, but they just bringing negative energy towards you. You know, just on purpose for no reason at all to be to for malice. You know, that's not somebody that I feel like is a real friend either because people they want to uplift you. Friends, they want to see you do good. You know, people who are supportive of you. If they're not supporting what you're doing, you know. Then that's not somebody that you need to be around, period. But anyways, what's your what's your definition of a fake friend? I, exactly, I I feel like you hit the nail on the head. Like definitely, um, it it's a couple things. I feel the same way. If a person is not supportive of what you're trying to do wholeheartedly, then they're not friends. Unless it's but, something bad, because I feel like I feel like a fake friend. They definitely won't be there. Like, they may be like, oh, yeah, uh congrats, but it's just like they not going to be there for you. But a real friend, even if it's something bad, like a real friend will be like, yeah, no, you're making a big 
mistake, like you fucking up, like what's going on, like you know what I'm saying. So I'm not saying like support regardless, but it's just like when it's necessary. Um, I also do feel like with fake friends that them bitches like and you just have to look how they are around other people. It's like people that they've known for years, whether it be like five, ten before they met your ass, and it's just like. They supposed to be good friends with this person, but you know all they see, you know all they damn business. It's just like, what do you think is yep. going to be with you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, when you're not around, it's just like all these bitches know the same shit, and you can't think nothing different. And I would say the last I agree. thing, I think I it's just like if it's something like, if you know, like if you feel like it's some shade, because it's a difference. Like a lot of times that I was listening to um, – it's a podcast talk because you know I love listening to podcasts, y'all. Like I, I love to just hear people talk. But um, <laughs> I was listening, like, I was listening to Colorful Lives with Angela Yee and um, Hey Fran Hey, and um, they were saying like you have to know the difference between like hated constructive criticism. So it's just like if a person is, yep. if they not being honest in a in a good way and trying to tell you how to improve, and it's just some more so like I feel like you're making a dig. Like it's just like. Yeah, if they're if they're clearly hating and you have to know the difference, then that's not your friend. If you feel like everything's a fucking competition, then that's not your friend. There you friend. go. There you go. If everything is a competition, that is not your friend. You know, your friend should never want to be in competition with you. They should always want to uplift you and do you better. Exactly. Even if you're the Y'all person not the same that's way. Y'all two always... different people. Go yeah, ahead. exactly. So how the hell are you going to be the same? So I'm, and I'm right. the type of person. I uplift people. I compliment people. If they got something nice on, something pretty on, I will, I will let them know I am not a liar. I'm not going to just sit up there and compliment somebody and tell them I like something on their body and they look like a, a mess. You know, I actually, I did it one time. I was being sarcastic, though. This lady, she came to work like purple hair. I come on. Clearly, you know, I ain't like your purple ass hair. But um, I, I was just like, wow, look at that purple hair. And she was like, I know. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I guess my tone was nice. I didn't say I liked it, but I was just like, oh, my God. You know, wow. She no longer works here. But anyways, um, yeah, that's not your friend, you know. So, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to uplift you and all of that stuff. So, even though I'm uplifting, you can still have somebody on your team who you've known and you thinking that they about to, you know, do do they, they good for you because you've known them for a while or whatever and they, they could not be you know, people who you need to be around, you know. So that's how I feel about it. That's how Jim feel about it. Now we want to know which, how y'all feel about it. So you tell us, what are the signs of a safe friend? I am, And then if you want to answer any, you know, uh, talk about whatever, just, or you got a confession to make, just let us know. We're going to answer the first call from the 414 area code. The last four digits of that number is 5068. You are on the air. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, let me tell you about a fake friend. A, a, a friend is family. A fake friend never was a friend from the beginning with. Because if if, if 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 I did something to my friend that's supposed to be my friend, and my friend come back to me and say, hey, uh, you know, you did this and that. If I wanna, if I choose to argue with that friend, you was I wasn't a friend. If I say, you know, a friend, I'm sorry, you know, I was kind of high or drunk or whatever, and uh, I apologize. I'm down with you, and and I support whatever you're doing. That's a friend. That's a family friend. The other friend is friend. They can't come to you and beg your forgiveness. That's how I feel. Yeah. 
That's real. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. I feel like if you fall out with your friends, if that's some real shit, like, y'all could be able to argue, like, you know, be, give an example, me and you, Angelica. Like, I mean, I feel like we passed, like, friend, I feel like you're my sister. I say you're my sister. But it's just like when we argue, I don't think about it. I'm not like, oh, I can't fuck with this bitch no more. Like, I don't, it don't get that deep. <laughs> I know, like, it's out of, we argue it's out of love. We, do, we have differences. But something better is going to come out of it. But if you feel like after you get to somebody is weird, you can't fuck with them, that's not your friend. Like, that's not your friend. Yeah. I agree. That shit is weird, you know. But you can go ahead and take all this, All right. Next caller um, I'm going to take is um, it's another four and four. Last four digits is one, three, four, nine. Hello? Hey, Angel. It's Kayla from work. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. No, I wanted to call because um, I was cool with this girl for kind of a short period of time, like maybe six months. And um, she would do some stuff. I felt like I always had to question, like, the stuff she was doing. Like, should she be doing hmm. that? You know what I mean? Like, as my friend, like, should she be doing that? And I was what like, was you know, if I question the stuff that you're doing. Like, we went out one night and – um. Like, I was like, oh, are y'all going to, you know, get more drinks or whatever? And she was like, oh, well, me and these two people just took two shots each. And there was six of us. So I was like, okay, well, me and these two are going to take two shots each. So they mm-hmm. bring the shot. And she was like, um, she was like, can I have one? And I was like, no, you know, like, we just had a right. discussion about, like, what we were doing. <laughs> and so she got, she got mad that I said no and then bought a shot for everybody except me. Wow. And I was like, uh, it was it one I was like, was it that deep, you know? And but two, I'm like, that's right. not something that friends do. Like we just had a whole conversation about it. She's definitely petty for one and then for two, like, yeah, y'all it's not y'all not like as close So it's not that deep. If, if like you said, if you if she told you before we had all to take two shots, it's like, bitch, you being greedy, like, damn, let me get on your level. Why are you trying to take <laughs> exactly. my Right. Yeah. Yeah, but thank you so much, Kayla, for calling in. No problem. Okay, thank you. Bye. (laughs) But, yes, and then that's exactly how I feel, though. You know, you don't want to be around somebody who's, like, you trying to front me? Like, is that what you're trying to do? You know, because that's what I would feel like. Like, I feel like you're trying to front me. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's not what's up. That's not I can't stand motherfuckers like that. So it's just like, now I'm going to be your friend and because you mad at me, you're going to flex in front of all these motherfuckers. You're going to look out for these people that don't give a fuck about you. Like, bitch, grow yep. up. Like, grow up. Exactly. But that's all the calls we are going to take for the night, you guys. Um, before we end the show, Jeanne, is there anything that you would like to confess? Well, my confession, because I told y'all I'm going to keep up with this, telling y'all about this whole, this way in. I don't know why the fuck I'm yes. doing it, because it's just like, I am not losing no damn weight. Like, I feel like I'm feeling a little different, and, like, my clothes are feeling a little diff- a little better, but it's just like, I'm, like, the same size. So I don't know if it's, like, 
toning or, or what it is. Because I definitely, and people have, have been telling me that I look a little different, but I ain't losing no damn weight, y'all. Maybe I just need a better diet. <laughs> but I love wine and fried chicken, so that's kind of hard. Like, I got to do better. Oh, my goodness. You irritating. Uh, what is your confession? You are so irritating. Um, okay, I do got a confession. I do got a confession. Um, so today, tomorrow, you know, supposed to be a good day, supposed to go to work in the morning, get up, work out, go to work in the morning, you know, do what I got to do, you know, come back home, get my kid and stuff together. So um, overall, my confession is I'm going to do some of that stuff tomorrow, but I'm not going to do all of it. <laughs> What I am going to do, though, is I'm going to start getting my dinner prepared, prepared for tomorrow. I'm going to definitely get my ham inside the crock pot, get that popping, you know. And I'm not going to – and also another confession that I do have to make is I had gained some weight, too. I see it all in my love handles. So um, to, tonight, after I drank the last of this Bacardi up, um, I'm done with hard liquor. <laughs> and then somebody this, – this lady who um, – she works at my job. She cooks in the kitchen. She was telling me, like, oh, just drink, you know, smearing off in water. And I was thinking, oh, that's nasty. Is that well, nasty? Hey, Am I the only one that's that not that deep? People, people oh, tell yeah, me that shit's in vodka and water. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, oh, what does that do? I was like, so you just trying to get drunk. I'm trying to get drunk and have fun. Like, you just trying to <laughs> get drunk and be nasty. Like, she knows she's that's an alcoholic. Like, Liquor and water, like, that is disgusting. Like, what are you talking about? And then the big boss, the person who's, like, uh, his name is Chris, I guess he's, like, the head of um, the job that I work at or whatever. He came in. He was like, yeah, liquor, water, and a little bit of women. I was like, ugh. Like, y'all are nasty. He was like, see, I told you I'm not crazy. I'm like, you're crazy and you're drunk now. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody got time to be playing with her. But um, anyways, you guys. Thank you once again for tuning in. If you know Milwaukee residents, if you know anybody in need of a house cleaning, store clean out, elderly help with cleaning, or possibly weekly cleaning service done, contact Angela's Cleaning Business at 414-699-5068 for more information. Once again, we just want to thank you all for tuning in. Y'all can expect to hear us next week Thursday. Can you believe that next week Thursday is like the last, Day of the year, 2016 is gonna be over. Oh my goodness, I'm so sad, guys. This was a quick year. This was a quick year. This year is here and there. It's over. Are you ready for 2017? I've been ready. I'm I'm been ready since I turned since I became a parent. I've just been ready for every year. Like nothing surprises me no more, really. Like, nothing really surprises me. I'm just trying to get more money in 2017 and really focus on getting it popping with Confession Session. But once again, y'all, we, we truly appreciate y'all love and support. We tune, tune in every Thursday at 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. Once again, this is your host, Angel Bondrina. And I'm your host, Sean Mosby, and you are listening to Confession Session. Confession Session. What? Shut <laughs> up. Thank y'all. Oh, I'm done with you. Bye, bitch. Bye. (laughs) Bye, y'all. See y'all later. Bye.
when it's really good. It's like the first time all over again. The performing arts are crazy like that. Whether it's your first time or you just want it to feel that way. MKEArts.com can take you there. The United Performing Arts Fund invites you to experience a night to remember. When it's really good, it's like the first time all over again. The performing arts are crazy like that. Whether it's your first time or you just want it to feel that way. MKEArts.com can take you there. The United Performing Arts Fund invites you to experience a night to remember. <laughs>